0: Story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G. Hello, lovely people of the internet. I hope you're all well. This is the dulcet tones of Mama G here. And you are listening to Storytime with Mamma G. Thank you for joining me again for this week's story and book of the week and general chit-chat about myself. I hope you've all had a lovely week since my voice and your ears last met. And you've enjoyed listening to the story from last week's Swit Swoo Swan, which I rather enjoyed. I've had a rather fantastic week since we last spoke because I opened my new version of Mamma G's Storytime Roadshow. We had three shows, in two in London and one in Leicester. And they were lots and lots and lots of fun. And in Leicester, I got to perform the show for uh, my my mum and my dad and my uncle and my aunt and my cousin and his daughter and even my godfather was there. And you know what's terribly exciting about all of that is we performed in a room where they didn't have any lights other than strip lighting. So I could see everyone. I could see everybody's faces. It was very scary, but there were lots of other very lovely people there, and I've had some lovely comments about the show, so thank you to everyone that's come to see it so far. And if you haven't been to see it yet, there are lots of chances coming up, so check the website or wait until the end of this old podcast, and I can tell you where you can come and see me in the next few weeks. Now, I have to admit, I always try and be organised when it comes to the podcast. I try and do it at the start of the week, so I know that by Friday everything's going to be sorted and it's ready to go up. But this week, I've been so busy, I've been going all over the place, my darlings, that I... Didn't manage to record it until quite late in the day, but I realised there was a reason for that. Because at today's story time with Mamma I went to Wanstead Library over in East London. And there were loads and loads and loads of people there, which was amazing. But some of the people there had seen me before. And one of them told me that her favourite story of mine was my story about Ellen DeGeneres. And she can recite it word for word by listening to my CD, which is available on the website, PetitPantos.com. And it's her favourite story. And I was really surprised because, I mean, I love Ellen DeGeneres, but no one ever tells me that's their favourite story that I've written. But I realised I was going to tell you another story. But thanks to this charming person that I met today at Wanstead Library, I'm going to tell you my version of the life story of Ellen DeGeneres. So sit back, Relax and enjoy the story. Once upon a time, well, not that long ago actually, 1958 to be precise, In a land far, far away, well, America, so the distance depends on where you are, a child was born, a child that would change the world. Her name was Ellen. This is a brief history of Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. This is a brief history of Ellen DeGeneres. Materi is in Louisiana. It's next to New Orleans. And so was Ellen. In 1958, when she was born, well, she was probably more next to her mum, Betty, and then her dad, Elliot, and then her four-year-old brother, Vance, but she was born next to New Orleans. Ellen loved New Orleans. She used to bicycle all around the city, exploring its streets. She might have got some streetcars, too, but that doesn't tend to go well in New Orleans, so luckily, she cycled a lot. Have you ever been to New Orleans? I have, and it's a magical place, and full of all sorts of wonderful people. And Ellen was one of those people, but not for long. When Ellen was 13, her mum and dad stopped getting along. In fact, they divorced. Very dramatic. And Ellen and Betty moved to Atlanta, Texas. Atlanta, Texas? Not the first Atlanta you think of, if you are indeed thinking of Atlantas at all. Divorce is not a very nice time for any family and Ellen knew that her mum was unhappy. So Ellen would try and make Betty laugh. She would do funny dances and she would do funny laughs and she would be so funny that her mum would cry with laughter. And then Ellen would copy that too and make her mum laugh even more. Ellen realised that she could make people happy by being funny and when she was a grown-up she tried a lot of other things first. She worked in a law firm, she worked as a waitress, she sold clothes and she painted houses. But she realised that what she really wanted to do was make people laugh. So she made people laugh. She performed at comedy clubs and made people laugh. And everyone knows that people who go to comedy clubs are the least likely people to laugh in the whole wide world ever. But they laughed at Ellen. In a good way. Uh, Yes, there is a bad way. And never let anyone laugh at you like that. Soon, so many people were laughing at Ellen in the good way that some important men in suits decided to give her a show on the TV. They liked her so much, they called the show Ellen. This was in 1994. In 1994, a lot of men thought that women weren't as good as them. And we know that's wrong, right? So, for Ellen, this was a big achievement. People liked that the Ellen on telly was a bit crazy and just like them. Then, in 1997, something amazing happened. The TV version of Ellen told Oprah, wow, that she liked to kiss girls. Then, at the same time in 1997, something even more amazing happened. The real Ellen told the whole world, That she liked to kiss girls. A lot of people thought that this was brave. But other people thought it was wrong and didn't like that Ellen wasn't as much like them as they thought. People stopped watching her on the television. And big companies stopped giving her money to talk about things they wanted to sell. And that's good, sort of. Because you shouldn't support people who won't support you. And then her TV show was shut down. All because she wanted to be who she was. That was the sad bit. Luckily, Ellen knew that what she had done was right. She could tell, because she had inspired lots of other men and women to do the same thing. Although the men said they liked to kiss men. If they said they'd like to kiss girls, that wouldn't have been nearly as interesting. So Ellen carried on trying to make people laugh and started to prove that who she chose to love didn't change. Who she was. And people started to agree. Few. She was in Finding Nemo, best film ever. She had a talk show, best talk show ever. She met lots and lots of important and famous people, best Oscars selfie ever. And she showed us all that being true to you is the best way to be successful. Best way to be successful, ever. And she got married to a girl called Portia. And people didn't mind that Portia was a girl. They wanted Ellen to be happy. And do you know what? Ellen DeGeneres wants you to be happy too. There we have it. That was the story of Ellen DeGeneres. I hope you enjoyed it. That was one of the first stories I wrote, actually, and it has got a special significance to me because I did also live in Texas ever so briefly. I lived in Texas for a year, and Texas has a very special place in my heart. And until I wrote that story, I didn't know that Ellen came from Texas. How about that? And also, it's still LGBT History Month, and Ellen is a significant figure In the LGBT community, she's done a lot of incredible work, not least coming out in 1994, which was actually a very brave thing to do. Now, it's time for the book of the week. Now, my book of the week arrived in the post last week. It was sent by the lovely folks at Egmont Publishing. Egmont, Egmont, I I should learn how to say that really if they're going to keep sending me things and it is such a fun book and I'd actually seen it be talked about on their social media and some uh, bookshops that I follow and I was definitely going to have a look for a copy anyway so I'm really excited that one just turned up out of the blue you know I went to the post office and I thought I was just going to collect a dress but it turned out I got a dress and a book two different parcels, how exciting I love getting post, I don't know if you can tell Well this book is called Rhinocorn Rules and it's by Matt Carr and it is about a rhinoceros called Ron who doesn't like the rules of being a rhinoceros. He finds them quite grey and dull and boring and one day he decides to change his life up and become a rhinocorn which is a cross between a rhinoceros and a unicorn and I want to say there's a little sprinkle of David Bowie in there as well and his life becomes rather fabulous and he becomes very popular with all the jungle friends apart from the rhinos who take the mickey out of him and say that he's doing everything wrong but then gradually they realize how much more exciting life could be as a rhinocorn and they rip up their rule book and Ron almost forgot his name then Ron writes new rules And let me tell you, my friends, this book is funny. It's very funny. I can't wait to read it out loud to a group of um, listeners. Well, an audience, I think that's generally called. And you know, actually, the word for audience does come from listening because of the aural, which is listening, that the odd bit. How exciting. You learned a bit of Latin there. It wasn't explained very well, but you learned it nonetheless. Um, Yes, I can't wait to read it. And the illustrations are really bold and they hit you in the face and it just looks like so much fun. And as you all know, unicorns are one of my favourite things. So I can legitimately say that now there is a book out there that is a cross between Elmer the Elephant and my own story, Eunice the Horse. I, in some way, have probably influenced the future. Who knows? So uh, my book of the week is Rhinocorn Rules by Matt Carr. It's published by Egmont Books and it came out only last week. How exciting. So it's literally hot off the press. If you go into a bookshop, look for the pile of books that are steaming hot and that will be Rhino Corn Rules. And also another rather good book, which I'm going to talk about in a few weeks' time. And I'm so excited to talk to you about this book and to give you a sense of anticipation. I'm not going to tell you what it is do well, what a book of the week, please, 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 go and find it. Go and buy it, go and support your local bookshops. I've just followed a whole host of children's bookshops on Instagram, actually, and you know I was just oh, I was just looking just looking at my Instagram between takes as twere. So let me tell you some of the ones I follow, and then maybe you can go and find them. Let me see. How do I want them sorted? No, no, no. Latest. Oh, good. You know what I just found out then? The first person I followed on Instagram was Adele from Bewitched. How interesting is that? All right. Here are some bookshops for you. Well, I can't find any now. Book Nook Hove. Topster. Minnie and the Whale. Oh, Tales for Tadpoles. That looks like a nice one. Where's Tales for Tadpoles? Oh, that's in Dublin. If you're listening in Ireland, go to that one. The Children's Bookshop London. That looks very magical. They've got lots of lovely books on their uh, on their Instagram there. Oh, that's in Muswell Hill. Oh, that's a very nice area, you see. Very nice, that one. Chorleywood Wood and GX Bookshop. I don't think that's just a children's bookshop. But that is... Oh, it's Chilton Bookshops. (laughs) Well, I must have read that wrong when I was a bit tired. But they do have lots of fantastic books and a lovely Instagram there. And they've got some... We've got a brain surgeon visiting. When's he going? He's going... Well, this isn't very interesting for any of you. It doesn't say. Oh, it's tonight. So not tonight that you're listening. Uh, And then... uh, Let me... There there are some more. There's some in London. Uh, Tales on Moon Lane. That's in, um, where's that place? Herne Hill. Seven Stories. That's a performance and an events venue. Is that a bookshop also? That's in Newcastle-upon-Tyne. And can I see one more? The Children's Bookshop. Oh, lovely. I was just doing a bit of reading then, which wasn't much use on this. And that is 2 Chadwell Street, London. Let me find out where that is. 2 Chadwell Street, London. That's where I live. Oh, that's in Islington. Oh, lovely. That's just by the Saddler's Wells Theatre. Interesting fact about Saddler's Wells, there's a beautiful theatre where you can go and see lots and lots of gorgeous shows. But also, it is where pantomime sort of started. So I, I owe a debt of gratitude to the Saddler's Wells Theatre. Although I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate that right now. Um, anyway, that's enough about bookshops. So go and find those gorgeous bookshops. They all look fantastic. And you can follow them on Instagram. You can also follow me on Instagram, Mamma G Stories. And look for me on Facebook as well, at Mamma G Stories. And if you want to come and see my show, you can. This weekend, uh, February the 15th, I'm going to be in Slough at the Curve at 11.30. And on February the 16th, I'm going to be in my home territory, as I like to call it, which is the Woodville in Gravesend. Uh, at, that's two tour- o'clock. Two o'clock, I think. It's around 2 or 2.30 on February the 16th. And then I'm going up to Wales. On February the 17th, I will be in Rill. Buckley and Deeside in North Wales. February the 18th, I'm going to be in Suffolk. I'm going to be in Suffolk, darlings. In Beckles and Lowestoft. Beckles might be Norfolk. Uh, February the 18th, I'm going to be visiting Sutton Libraries. The 20th, I'm going to be in Lowestoft in Suffolk again with my show at 2 o'clock at the Seagull Theatre and 7.30 at the Seagull Theatre, but the 7.30 one is going to be for adults only. February the 21st, I will be in Winchester at the Discovery Centre and then that following weekend, I will oh, I'll be at the Museum of Liverpool. I love going to the Museum of Liverpool. I always see lovely, lovely, lovely people there, oh, I can't wait to go. And then February the 23rd, I will be at the Anglia Ruskin Drama Studio in Cambridge, At four o'clock. So you've got loads and loads and loads of opportunities to see me. If you're going to come and see me, make sure you let me know so I can look out for you. If there's any stories you want me to tell, make sure you let me know so I make sure you're not disappointed. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see everyone. Have a lovely week. Enjoy my stories. And it's half term, isn't it? Woo! It's the holidays! For a week. And then you go back to school. But at least your holidays might be fantastic because you see moi. See you later, everyone. Bye. It's story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. story time. story time with Mama.